Hello and welcome to the Stuck on Self Love podcast. Stuck Designs is a successful nonprofit for girls and a clothing brand run by young women from around the world. At Stuck Designs, we believe in self love first because self love is the dot that marks the beginning of all the different kinds of loves and because it undoubtedly sustains success. This podcast shines light on strong and talented women who excel and persevere in life while bathing in abundant self-love. So if you're ready to keep it real, level up in all your inner work, creative business, and community impact, then you've come to the right place because we provide you with content that helps your soul glow and your mind grow. Thank you for pressing play. Let's dive in. Hey, Stuck Community. Welcome to another episode of the Stuck on Self-Love podcast. So happy to be here again. Um, And today I wanted to talk to you all about why learning self-love at a young age is so important and what is this thing that Stuck Designs calls self-love art education like what even is that (laughs) so i wanted to kind of dive into this topic and kind of break down some facets of our nonprofit, um as well as create some parallels to you know some of the facets of a nonprofit. you know to my actual life and to what i've actually um been through and um how it relates to my own experiences and so like why i have such a passion for this um So I would like to open it up with kind of posing this question to all of you. And so I'd like to ask you, how different would your life be or would your life have been if you learned self-love at age three or five, somewhere, you know, like in that, in that, you know, age realm space? because for me, I know that my life would have been completely drastically different had I learned self-love um, at such a young and socially preconditioned age. Um, I, I think that so many aspects would be different, but I'll get into that in a bit. But I really wanted to pose that to you all because I think that it's such a triggering question and it's such a thought provoking question. And it really does bring to the attention just how transformative the power of self-love is and how socially transformative it can actually be within social structures, especially education. So, you know, this is kind of the topic that I wanted to dive into. So for me, um, if I answered that question, I think in pretty much every way, my life would be different. Um, I know firsthand the ex- like from example, um, just how growing up with self-love is versus not due to have witnessed and raised my own sister. Um, My sister is 10 now, but um, I was her nanny actually until she was three. So for like three years of my 20s, um, I was blessed enough to watch her and really kind of take her under my wing and really 
teach her self-love and then also weave in art and art education as well. So she is like the example of like a stuff girl. And, you know, she she really helped evolve, you know, my vision for it, my vision for the programs and really me just being able to um make sure that the programs worked and that they ran fluidly and that, um, you know, like the coloring books were effective and like the art classes and lessons that I wanted to teach, um, you know, were effective. And just like I've tried everything that I've pretty much ever done with stuff, you know, with her and she's just been in love with it. And it's so amazing, like seeing her thrive in self-love and creativity. And she's just flourished into this like inquisitive um, genius 10 year old who knows herself at age 10 and who is not afraid to like ask questions and be curious and to do herself, do you, you know? Um, and so I think that when put in that context, it's really just like, wow, you know, like her life is just so, so much like it's flourishing and blooming and there is such positivity and light in it because from the very, she has an, had a, like this energetic foundation laid for her life, you know, by, by me, by, by people who are, are conscious of the power and importance of mindfulness and self-love. So, you know, she's, she had this like preordained kind of, um, beautiful foundation laid out and it then you know that creates a foundation for her to build her own life upon to build her you know values that she comes to on her own upon and to have her life you know flourish and bloom based on this solid grounding foundation of self-love that you know she was blessed to have at such an early age i mean she technically i was infusing self-love into her even before the age of three like, you know, I, I watch her from one to three. So like, I would take her to crystal shops, you know, like when she's like a two year old, she was picking out, you know, crystals and understanding energy and vibration and frequency and how that affects her and her vibe and her body and, and, you know, who she is as a little girl, you know. Um, and so it's also, I think, infused a lot of just like kindness and compassion in her. And, you know, as a Leo sun sign, which she is, I don't know if I think, you know, sometimes no shade, but sometimes that sign can have, you know, the tendency to be a bit, um, you know, just like self-consumed, self, just like in, but to a point where you kind of like neglecting other people's like emotions or you just want to like hoard it all and you just want to have the shine and you don't want to share things or whatever. So, you know, I've definitely seen those aspects in her, like, you know, just she doesn't like to share things. It's hard for her, but it's like she has this gra solid grounding foundation of self-love. So she always you know, extends that kindness and wants to because she understands how it makes people feel because she understands that core essence of self-love and that it starts first, you know, with her. So she understands like, hey, like she at such a young age can put into context like, hey, you know what? I don't think that that would make me feel good. So maybe I should share with this person, you know? So anyway, that's just like an example of like how I'm seeing her own life thrive and bloom and how it 
it really just shows me that, I mean, self-love, it should be, it should be included in every structure, in every institution. There's no reason why we should really have to even advocate for self-love, like, because it should be something that is innate and internal, and it, it, it is within us all, but it's like, there's so many social structures, people, society, like, everything, it's just, it blocks us from the truth of knowing that which we are, you know, which is that we are always loved, we're always safe, we are limitless, we are full, we are magic, we are complete, you know, we are ultra light beings, as I love to say, um, thanks to Kanye. <laughs> um, but you know, like it's, it's been, it's, my self love journey has just been such a lesson and really just like a lesson in also in how I ultimately, you know, want to parent or bring up, you know, a child or children, and how differently it will be infused with the consciousness of self-love and with self-love embedded in family structure, embedded in um, friendship social structures, embedded in education social structure, and, and especially embedded in art, because I do think the two weave in and out and can flow together and go hand in hand, essentially. So, um, you know, over the years, as I was really coming into my own self-love power and really harnessing how to love myself fully and completely and without hesitation um, and, you know, with no shadow of a doubt, um, it, this was a time when I was in college and I was really coming into my own. And um, this was also the time around when my sister was born. And so it's just like, you know, it was such a profound time because it, it was just like new life and and then but also new life on top of new life, you know, because I was coming into new, in a new chapter of my life in being in falling in love with myself and being, you know, embedded in this new um, frequency, I guess you'll call it, um, of self-love. And so, you know, she awakened my life in so many ways, but also awakened me to how I want to really run and flourish stuck as a company. So let's fast forward a bit to when I went to Ghana. Um, and when I went to Ghana and really um, piloted, pioneered um, our Little Hardest program, um, that's when I also really saw the profound impact that self-love can have on community, can have on education, and, and most importantly, can have an art education. So fast forward to when I traveled to Ghana to do our stuff designs mural at our partner school, Diamond State Academy um, in Kumasi, Kumasi, Ghana. Um, you know, I was just blown away with um, how our um, fly girl, Ghana ambassador Medina, she really infused self-love in her, in her teaching, but all, in her teachings, but also in her life. So like, I was able to see the effect of self-love on community, on education, and on art education, and what a profound difference it made in their, you know, just environment and in, in, in their culture. Um, 
because when I went to after that and and I took one of our stuck programs, our little hardest program to um, to Watts, you know, it was a much different experience. There was no self-love as a as a base or as a foundation or as a grounding force. And it was a completely different situation and environment, although the disparity and the lack of resources and money, you know, um, was very similar. So um, to give a little context, like when I went to Ghana, you know, unlike it was pretty much the same as, as like Watts, there was no um, there were basically no resources. There was no, you know, they, the kids didn't even have their own pencils. They didn't have their own notebooks. They didn't have their own crayons. They didn't have paper. They didn't let alone notebooks. They didn't even have textbooks at the time that I went. Um, there had absolutely no resources. And we were, you know, blessed to be able to do what we could. So we were somehow able to, with bare minimum, you know, funding, able to get the girls um, at Diamond State Academy coloring books and crayons and really have them start creating for, um, yeah, for most of them, I'd say like 95% of them for the very first time in their lives, you know, like, I actually had to teach a lot of them how to hold a crayon in their hands because they they had never colored before they had never even done it so you know it's it's interesting because on the day we um you know colored with um, Medina's class I remember passing out the coloring books and the crayons and I was oh my gosh it was just such a mission because I didn't know that there were so few resources so I had to like the day before we did it me and Medina had to rush around Ghana, Kamasi, and just it, it, specifically Kamasi because that's where the main lack of of art resources, um, art supplies are. So we really had to. We went to the mall. We were running all around. The only place that had kind of like art supplies was kind of like a, I'd say it was like a Smart and Finals looking place. Um, so we really just had to scrap and scrape and find the supplies that we could. And we did. And so I finally got them and I was so excited. And I passed out the coloring books with the supplies and everything to the kids. And then I was like, all right, let's go. Like, let's color. That's what I remember thinking. And then I'm looking and they're just so confused. And they're all just like, huh? Like, I don't, we don't know what to do. What is this? Like, what is this thing you call coloring? So yeah, they just were like so confused. They, I remember like them having little boxes of crayons in their hands and looking at the coloring books and they were just, they were so confused. And, you know, I, it took me a minute to put together like, oh, they've like literally never colored before. They've never had this experience before. So you know, I have to, I have to teach them. And, you know, but, but at the same time, they did have an understanding of self-love from Medina. They had an understanding of their own uniqueness, their own brilliance, their own individuality, because something that Medina is great at um, when she runs her classes is, um, you know, doing little special things to make her children feel unique. Like um, she went viral because she did a handshake. She did a special handshake with each child that entered her class. And um, it really 
uplifted each kid. And, you know, she was on the news, on multiple news stations, you know, and that's actually how I became in contact with her, connected with her and met her because I saw that this video went viral and I thought it was such a unique, distinctly unique expression of self-love and of celebrating the inner light of each and every child that, you know, enters your space and enters your classroom. Um, so she had that grounding and that foundation, you know, for her space. And so paired with self-love, paired with these coloring books that I brought, you know, it really just, ignited something super special um below this episode i'll tag um, medina's handshake video as well as the kids at diamond state academy coloring for the first time because it is such joy because they were like wait you know like i love myself and this is so fun because this is just like an experience me expressing myself it's an expression of myself it's expression of my inner light and that is so much fun and it just like ignited my soul and my spirit that they got and understood that because most people in america just don't understand that like let alone why like they just don't understand why coloring in general, I, I think, is important to a lot of people. Um, and we hope that changes. Thank you to all of you who have participated in our Color for a Cause initiative. But there's a supreme lack of consciousness, lack of awareness, lack of um, respect and concern for, like, energy because you know energy is very real um sometimes i mean i always say yeah your energy introduces you before you even walk into room or it's the first thing you know that people really it's the first impression people get of you energy is very real but energy and essence isn't something that we really like respect or pay tribute to or honor in america um and that's also why I think that there is, you know, like a great, a supreme lack of respect for artists in America because artists are essence. Artists are, you know, the, uh, we believe in the unseen and thus in lies the controversy, you know, a lot of the time. So uh, once the Stuck Girls at Diamond State Academy had self-love, under their belts and then with us bringing in art and combining the two um it really ignited something special something unique something that i think only we as a nonprofit are able to do and able to bring across so reframing again that question of you know how different would your life be if you learn self-love at age three to five like we were we literally in Ghana we were teaching you know girls like three ages about yeah, they were about five I would say like about five to six um but you know I've also taught younger and then um in Watts we taught girls a little bit older step programs go from about um three to five to like I'd say 13 uh, middle school age uh that's where what age the girls in Watts were that we taught um, and so the experiences were were so drastically different, though, um, just within their levels of consciousness, within their levels of understanding, peace, creativity, like 
because Medina was able to cultivate such a space of self-love, you know, in her own life, and it vibrates out to um, Diamond State Academy, which is, you know, like her father founded that school, built it from the ground up, and then, you know, any other school she teaches at, because uh, she teaches at various schools and through the Fly Girl Initiative, you know, alerts us to the step girls that she thinks needs most help. Um, but she just is an overwhelming pool of just like this, you know, gratitude of self-love and kindness and, and thanksgiving. And um, it's something that I think, I think it's even rare in Ghana, but it, it's something that I cherished being in Ghana about. And I think that being in Ghana definitely like reignited and renewed my faith in humanity and human kindness. Because for a while before I went to Ghana, I think that my hope had really almost dwindled out, you know, um, about just humanity, kindness in people in my own personal life. And, you know, just as a nonprofit, I just really didn't feel supported. I didn't feel like anyone cared. And that trip changed everything for me. And because it changed everything, it, it also it like opened up a door for me to keep walking this path with Serafina and Medina, who are our Fly Girl um, ambassadors. And if you don't know, Fly Girl stands for First Love Yourself. It's our um, second program. Um, Little Hardest is our first program. Fly Girl Initiative is our second. And that's our grant program in which they pick girls monthly for us to um, give back to, to support, to um, create projects, programs for um, their needs because they have such an eye for, you know, girl power and for girls that just could be their full potential, could be reach their full peak of creativity had they just had some you know, funding, some financial support, some, some help. Um, so, you know, just Medina and Serafina is actually her best friend, which is amazing because they are our um, ambassadors, but they're just so like-minded to me and to each other that it creates this like wave of love and abundance and of giving and um i'm always so excited each month when we embark on a new project with them and you know due to all of the funding that you guys give us we're able to you know create new projects like um for example this month um they are doing a period poverty um project and they're going getting sanitary napkins to um the girls that need it most um, um, because, you know, how can you even be creative or even think, cons consider, you know, the creativity and, and diving into creativity without that self-love and self-care of taking care of your, you know, bodily needs first. And it's like, if they can't afford that, you know, how can they really do anything else? And this is such the struggle that we face as Black women, as Black girls, because we, you know, especially in America, we are in this society of systemic racism that stems from slavery essentially so it's just like we're in this like endless loop of having to figure out how to pay for things that should just be essential that should just be covered for that we shouldn't ever have to you know worry about or think about like because because like these are the bodily needs that every single human person has like this this is humanity like you know like we're we should be able to be human beings and take care of our human needs without having to worry about this stress of like you know where this money is coming from so um with the fly girl initiative we're able to 
allow girls, black girls predominantly, but also Indian girls, um, Latinx girls, like we just want to, you know, really make sure that their basic basic needs are met so that they can thrive creativity, so that they can have that space to create, to thrive, to grow, just as my sister has done in her own life, you know, because she's never had to worry about that. She's never had to worry about like where her next meal is coming from, how, you know, or, or she won't ever have to worry about, you know, where her sanitary napkins or pads or, or you know, tampons are coming from, or, you know, um, if she's even gonna eat, if she can stay in school. And these are very issues girls in Ghana face every single day, but these are also the same very issues that girls face in Watts and that in almost worse conditions than in Ghana. But to make, we can make changes in Ghana because of like the exchange rate factor, but for us to make changes in Watts in, in spaces in America that are deeply underserved. It's like we just need so much more support. So and, and for support, which is like we need to cultivate so much more awareness. And it's hard because, you know, with um, freedom of speech lacking and being blocked at every turn in America these days, um, especially on social media, a lot of the time, it's really been hard for us to get our voices out and to be heard and to be seen and to really let you guys know what is happening, what is happening there. What is the reality of like what these girls are enduring, what we are enduring as women, firstly, and or just not firstly, but just like as women, because we all are as women. And then as women, as black women, I'm a black woman. Uh, Tazine is an Indian woman. Madeline is a white woman. It's like we have different perspectives. Um, and Medina and Serafina are African women. And, you know, it's just like, so we all, we all understand the idea and and the very reality of oppression as a woman and we've all faced oppression as a woman in different countries that we in the different various different countries that we live in uh, because Tazine is in India and um, me and Madeline are in the US but Serafina and Medina are in Ghana so we all have very different you know like perspectives of dealing with being a woman and dealing with our ethnicities within our own cultures and with our in, in our own countries and this is always like what I wanted for stuck because I wanted those different perspectives so for me I'd say that you know self if I'd learned self love like at a younger age, I mean, I wouldn't have had this, the overwhelming number of like toxic relationships that I probably had. Um, and then I also just wouldn't have faced all the like adversity just in elementary school that I had and, uh, and all of that as well. Like, I think that a lot of the stuff that I went through was just was simply just because like my parents were not even aware that like, self-love was a thing or that like, you know, creating an energetic foundation or grounding for a child was even necessary, you know, for the life of a child. Cause I think it is like, 
you know, if you like have a uh, understand energy and say like you love yourself and you envision this loving, beautiful, thriving life for your child, like that's it, it, it's going to transfer. It's going to happen. It's going to evolve because like your love is flourishing and overwhelming and bubbling over. But, you know, like if you come from a family that never really understood that and you don't have like others kind of like you know just like praying for you for blessing you like putting their protection and their energy on you um and then you don't even know how to do that yourself you know life becomes kind of it, it just becomes different it becomes a different thing and um speaking from the context as a black woman and as black people like you know that's something that we do within our ancestry you know we pray over our children we protect our people we pray over our friends and you know that's it that relates back to our, our lineage. And if you're unaware of that and unaware of like energy in itself and how it moves and flows through your daily life and through every single person, place or thing that you interact with, you know, like then it's like you can't really embed that within your child if you have a child. And, you know, that's definitely what I faced like growing up and you know, just being um, a kid who, and, and a very energetically sensitive kid who grew up in a home of people who had zero energetic awareness or emotional awareness or even emotional intelligence because they just aren't aware. Um, and, you know, and a lot of it is just like them not being aware because they don't care to be aware. They don't care to be mindful. They don't care to, you know, to tap into to awareness and consciousness and it's it is something that you have to be interested in self-love your own growth your personal growth your development it is something that you need to be personally interested in for it to work um and you know that's i think a lot of what we as a nonprofit have faced from our from like community and from the outside like perspective because like a lot of people are especially in america are resistant to you know, to, to going deeper, to tapping into their energy, to understanding self-love, to understanding themselves, because it is not an easy journey. Self-love is not some like simple, easy journey. It's hard a lot of the time. It's painful a lot of the time. You have to really go through the darkness and go through your shadows in order to get to the light and to get to that love, because like to uncover all of the self-love that we are innately born with you know there's so many layers of like um things people said things their family members said things friends said situations that happened trauma that happened events that happened losses deaths everything you know like has an ability to cover up self-love but all the things that we include as a nonprofit and as individuals, like, you know, our stuck meditations, our, our stuck blog, um, our Patreon, our art classes, these things are meant to help you to bury yourself out of all of that doubt, all of that fear, all of that illusion that other people, that society, that capitalistic society, that the patriarchy has put on you so that you can come out of it, bury yourself out of it and come out in the light of self-love and creativity and doing what you want with your life and doing what you love and knowing what you're passionate about, doing you, knowing who you are, knowing your worth, knowing your value. And then because your cup is so 
overwhelmingly overflowing with light, love, glory, and abundance, you have then the power to give to others with that same abundance, with that same love, and with that same flow. Um, and so, you know, like, it's been really hard to get the American public to really see and to understand why self-love is imperative. It's not just something uh, we think we need. Uh, it's, not, it's not something that may or may not be needed in our systems, in our workplaces, in our educational environments, in classrooms, in, in homeschool, in our homes, in our personal love relationships. It's something that needs to be included everywhere, in everything. And until we as a people can really acknowledge that, like, I don't, I really don't think that we can really be superior to any other place or, or country because other countries who, who America looks down on and calls third world have a vast amount of self-love in a lot of circumstances because they've had to like when you you know grow up or have to thrive in an environment where self-love is there is none or there isn't love or there isn't positivity then you're even forced more to cultivate it within yourself and to bring it out like that's what i witnessed in ghana like i've never experienced as much joy in people as i have when i went to ghana they're just overwhelming with love and positivity and happiness and dancing and light and love and it's just like so amazing and the music sounds like sunshine and it's because like once you've been through that struggle and that adversity and once you pulled yourself out of like the low you know you realize that this highness that everything that you're looking for is really in yourself you are the love you are the light you bring the party you bring the flow you bring the flow into your work into your company into your dynamic but until you know that love starts with you everything starts with you you know until you love yourself fully you can't fully give you can't fully be a successful philanthropist or a you know nonprofit owner you can't give in the ways that you really want to give to your friends to your family you can't be in a fully genuine fully blissed out successful marriage because you are not in alignment with you everything starts with you everything is a reflection of you so that's kind of what i wanted to bring home and you know and then the fact that art combined with that power of self-love is just like it puts you on a new level it elevates you it levels you up and um so that's why i would love for more people to participate in our color for cause initiative we are you know calling out for people to come together and color whether you're a man or a woman trans gay straight we don't care black white brown, blue, anywhere in between, you know, like purple, blue, um, you know, Asian, Native American, whatever you want to be. Um, we are all inclusive. Um, and we just want this community to fill you up to help fill your cup back and when you color with us you're collaborating with us you, when you color with us you are helping us to raise more awareness so that we can actually you know raise the significant amount of funding that we need that we want that we desire to make the significant change that we need to make in this world right now because we are in a pivotal era change we're in a pivotal 
global, you know, world order structure change right now. And self-love needs to be a part of the change. Self-love needs to be embedded in our structures. Art needs to be a part of the change. Art needs to be embedded in structures. Artists need to be respected, you know? Art is a real job. We all need to be respected for what we do, you know? So um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for investing in yourselves. Thank you for, you know, um, taking this time to honor self-love, honor the self-love in yourself. Because if you're here, if you've gotten to the end and if you're listening to this like you know then that means something that means something to me that means something to us as a nonprofit, and that means that you actually care um about humanity about what's going on about what real people are doing in the real world and how real people are trying to uplift it and make it better and fill it with more love and light um so we were are wishing you guys you each you listener dear listener so much love and light um i hope you have a beautiful beautiful day and do you self-love first. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, beautiful people. We at Stack Designs have begun our crowdfunding campaign with iPhone Women supported by Caress. We are raising money for expanding our programs, manufacturing art kits, setting up our studio that will be a space to empower women and girls through art and self-love and a lot of other work that we have planned. We would love your help in our mission to provide girls in underserved communities art education, and help them recognize and utilize the power of self-love. Visit our website, www.stuckdesigns.org for a link to our campaign. Thank you to Anchor for sponsoring this episode. Anchor is a platform where you can make your podcasts in the easiest way possible. What's even better is that it is completely free. The thing I love most about Anchor is that it has everything you need to make a podcast in one place. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It is that simple. If you're looking for a platform to get started, look no further because Anchor has everything you need. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. You can visit our website, www.stackdesigns.org to shop our merch, make donations, join our blogging team, or be a part of our affiliate program. See you in our next episode. Love and light from us to you.